0: Hey everybody, how do we say hi to everybody? <coughs> we should probably just say hi everybody. Hi everybody. <laughs> hi everybody. This is our intro. This is the intro to the podcast. Yeah. It's here's just, the thing.
1: It's gonna... G- <laughs> this is the podcast, here's the thing. I'm Kyle. <laughs> and I'm Jake. And this is here's the thing where there's gonna be a lot less coughing fits and a lot more talking about... Yeah, <coughs> give me five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Talking about
0: uh, yeah, garbage. Lots to talk
1: about. There is actually a lot to talk about. We talk about important stuff, not important stuff, stuff you guys
0: will learn about. I don't know, just a lot of bullshit. Stuff that we find entertaining, that we enjoy. That's really it. Yeah, it's a lot of media stuff. Mostly Jake and media I, are, stuff.
1: Jake and I are both media majors. Uh, we graduated all the same year, twenty twenty, and Ooh. right did is you COVID hit. Gradua- hey?
0: Did you get a graduation ceremony? Uh, no, I didn't.
1: Did you get a graduation ceremony? No. No, no I but I was
0: told not to complain about it.
1: Well, here's the thing, is that I got sent my graduation ceremony over to the internet. Oh, yeah? uh Yeah, and they forgot like half the people's names.
0: Yeah, mine was posted on YouTube.
1: Yeah, it's great, isn't it? No, Man, it's I just like being I don't being know, there. I didn't
0: watch it. <laughs> it's just like being there. Honestly.
1: uh But yeah, it's we're both... Media studies majors. We basically graduated just as COVID hit and Hollywood shut down. So yeah, we have no options. I, yeah, I'm
0: (laughs) still sort of mad about that. And I talk about it in therapy sometimes because I love my therapist, but yeah, I'm supposed to be living in Hollywood right now.
1: Yeah. You're supposed to be in LA. I'm supposed to be, uh, being a sound guy for SNL, which is what I was hoping to do. Uh, and now we are doing a podcast in a dinky basement. Such a,
0: such a lovely basement. Just a lovely basement. The wood floor. (laughs) Is actually foam.
1: Yeah, we gotta, we, it psychs you out because you walk down the stairs, you're like, oh, what a lovely wood floor. You really do. It's like, wow, this is a nice basement. And then you take one step and it's like, it's plush. It's fabulous. plush. And then you take another step and you're like, oh, oh, it's uneven. Everything yeah.
0: underneath is uneven. Uh, but yeah, I graduated with that. Naturally, after graduating in media studies, I got a job in a kitchen.
1: Oh, did you?
0: Yeah. I was landscaping,
1: but I also got a job in a kitchen. I, I know. Yeah. It's a good kitchen. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, and then I left that job, and now I'm still working in a kitchen.
1: Yeah. I left that job, and I'm doing this. Yeah. Because I was like, hey, I want to follow my dreams, and now
0: I am, and
1: very quickly running out of money because it's the Christmas season.
0: Yeah, but to your credit. Yeah. And and I got to give you credit, because I graduated college, and was like, I'm going to follow my dreams, and this is it. This is the most I've done, and I didn't even do this. <laughs> like, you set it up. You got the audio stuff. It's all hooked up. We're in your basement room. Like this is your room in the house. It's like this is Kyle's basement, and it's like Jake's here too. He had a room. It got taken it over. It got taken over. We'll talk about that we'll talk some about other that time. In a minute. <laughs> but like you actually were like, I'm gonna do it. This I'm doing it, and I was like, Yeah, let's do it. But then I didn't quit my job because I'm broke. Yeah, I I'm saved so my money. Bro, I'm so bad at saving money.
1: I saved a lot of my money, which is why I can quit my job for at least a month or two and just focus in on this because this is also something i've wanted to do for a long time but everybody i tried to start it with would get all like high and mighty and be like oh this is about me i can do this without you and then they'd leave and they'd never do anything and i'd be sad but now i'm with jake who i'm looking forward to his high and mighty stage
0: where he kicks me out of the basement it's gonna be the jake show It'll never happen. It'll <laughs> never happen. And I'll never kick you out of the basement. I'll leave you for my media conglomerate. E- exactly, yeah.
1: Jake will leave and become a millionaire, and I'll still be in the basement in three years.
0: Billionaire with a B.
1: Billionaire with a B. Sorry. I'll be serving you but, salads, fuck. Mr. Billionaire with a B. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, I mean, that's not a full intro to who we are, but that's basically how we're here right now.
1: Yeah, so we've basically just come up with the idea of let's throw everything we can at a wall. Podcast, gaming channel, writing scripts, fuck everything. We're, we're and gonna gonna write scripts. scripts. I'll I'm gonna write some short scripts. scripts. You don't have to write scripts. I can't. See, Jake's good with like the visuals of cinematography, setting shit up. He's good at directing. Good at
0: looking for good shit.
1: Yeah, I'm good at writing. I'm better at writing. Uh, and setting up like production stuff, like mm-hmm. being the producer, which is why we have like this big-ass schedule on our whiteboard over here where we're doing podcasting, streaming. Uh, Jake's doing some film essays. Yep, i got to make those. I'm I doing some ready. video game critiques, uh, just like every other billions of people on this planet do. We really have a lot of plans. We do have a lot of plans. That's awesome. Do you see how it says first upload? Uh, 12 yeah, I noticed, I noticed
0: that. <laughs> I noticed that while I was writing what we were going to talk about today.
1: Yeah, I wrote uh, December first of the latest first upload. It's December tenth. Nope, it's December twelfth, and we're recording the first podcast. And we're gonna finally go on and do video game stuff, gaming stuff.
0: Yeah. After this, <laughs> after this, we're literally just gonna have like a recording
1: binge because it's my laptop is what we're recording on for audio and video, and its CPU is just high enough that we can do it. But if any other program is running, it will shit the bed. <laughs> That's not good. No, it's not. But I, I've I've found the balance. Good. I'm proud of you. And now we're here. And here's the thing. And th- th-
0: here's the thing. There's so much to talk about. First thing is Disney made an announcement. And you'd have to be living under a rock at this point if you hadn't heard that they announced stuff.
1: And if you live in our apartment, you've heard it six times. I'm so
0: excited. It's... It's so exciting. Such a long list. Uh, it makes me excited. Because, so at this point, most people have heard that Disney has announced, you know, Star Wars or Marvel <laughs> this or Star Wars that or, you know, something. They've yeah. heard basically this was announced. And most people's reaction, they're like, oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, a lot of
1: people have heard, like, what they're interested in. Because on your Instagram feed and everything, you're like, oh, yeah, these things I'm
0: interested in. But you're only getting the fragments of yeah. what they've announced. And then there was me. Uh... <coughs> I heard all, I, I was following a person on Twitter who I usually, I follow them for my movie news. Uh, there's some film Twitter page, I don't know their name off the top of my head. Yeah. But they're pretty good about, like, announcing movie news as it's happening. Like, they announced that Rob's new movie wrapped filming. Yeah. Wait, Rob who? My cousin. Oh! His new movie just wrapped filming. I'm excited. Uh, for those who don't know who Rob is. Uh, Rob's my cousin. He makes movies. You like his movies. He made the Lighthouse, right? He did. He He did did make make the the Lighthouse. lighthouse. Uh, He made the Lighthouse and the Witch, and he has a new movie coming out that I don't know how much I can say about it. But they announced that (laughs) it finished filming. They were like it wrapped, and I was like, oh my god, it finished wrapped. It wrapped filming. That's awesome. And I texted my aunt, and I was like, hey, tell Rob, you know, congrats on wrapping from Jake. You know, good job. I'm excited about the movie. And she went, we didn't know it wrapped filming, and so she she texted him. It was like, hey, Jake said congrats on finishing. You know, good job. You wrapped filming. That's awesome. And he was like, what? (laughs) Like, he knew, like, the announcement had been made. The production company said something. But he, like, it traveled that fast. Like, I heard about it before he had heard that it had been (laughs) said. Like, before he heard from his agent or whatever, yeah, we made the announcement. The producers are really happy. We wrapped filming. People are reacting online. Whatever. Before whatever announcement that was, I heard about it from a Twitter page, texted my aunt, who texted him, and he was just like, oh, they announced it. You've got your ears so close to the ground that the
1: second he went, alright, that's a wrap on the last scene he shot, you just shot him a text and were like, congratulations. I had like my ear <laughs> to the
0: ground hearing it through the planet, and it was just like, it's done. Good job. <laughs> uh, but no, so that Twitter page that announced that was announcing, as it happened, all the things Disney announced at this, like, investor summit or something. Like, it wasn't an expo. It wasn't their, like, D23. It was some investor thing. Yeah, they probably had, like, a panel of investors. Yeah, and they were announcing everything they had down the pipeline. For the next five years. Yes. Which is the other amazing thing. This is all within five years. Which is super impressive. And exciting. And so exciting. So, Jake, what's the first thing on the list? An Alien series, which is Alien from, like, Xenomorphs, Alien Aliens, Alien 3, those movies. Uh, Ridley Scott is helping create a TV series on Hulu and FX in the Alien universe. And it's taking place on Earth. And I'm super excited about that.
1: That's interesting, because aren't a lot of the... Now, I haven't... Watched a lot of the Alien movies intently, which needs to change. Which Jake has, is showing me all the movies I've never seen. Uh, it's a long list. It's a long list of movies. I'm, a, I'm ashamed There's to, so many movies. to be a, a media studies graduate and not know
0: so many movies. I think the worst part about the amount of movies you haven't seen is that, in my head, they're all common movies that people have seen. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh yeah, that's from this movie. And you'll just be like, I've never seen that movie. And it's like, bro, you've never seen Alien I've
1: seen Alien, but I've never intently been like, this is Alien. I, like, caught it on cable or something.
0: Oh, it's so good.
1: But I know that Alien usually happens off of Earth. Like, off. Planet.
0: Yeah, they've never really been on Earth. Like, I think in Prometheus, not even the Alien movies. Like, yeah. it's the it's an Alien movie, but not even in the namesake of, like, Alien. Yeah, it didn't get really get recognized. It's yeah. yeah, it's Prometheus. It's really good. I like Prometheus. I'm of an unpopular opinion. I think it's really good. In that movie, I think there's a flashback of a character sending a video message, and they're on Earth. That's it. That's, like, the only reference of Earth. That's, I think, the closest (laughs) the movie franchise as a whole gets to being, like, that's Earth. We're on Earth. Like, I don't think there's ever an actual physical character on Earth in a scene where we're also, like, watching that character on Earth. Like, the story never takes place on Earth. This is gonna change, like, a lot of shit. Yeah,
1: for how they're gonna go about an alien. I'm very interested. In
0: they're, what they're, they're gonna do? dope. They're putting the alien on Earth. <laughs> like, it's like the Friday the Thirteenth movie where Jason goes to New York City, and it's like that shouldn't be as entertaining as it is, but it's, it is because so it's so entertaining. Because it's Jason and he's in New York. Like it's an alien and they're on Earth. Ah, oh, one thing I do know, I like
1: never meant to watch all of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, but I had a roommate that never stopped watching them so often that I caught every single one at a different time in my life, and I just have seen them all.
0: They're so bad. Yeah, but they're so fun. They're so fun. (laughs) fun. But yeah, so the first thing they announced was an Alien series. And they announced other stuff for Hulu and Fox, like, you know, The Handmaid's Tale was renewed. I don't know much else that they announced for Hulu. I don't really like Hulu, but... I love Hulu from a nostalgic standpoint. Yeah, they they announced the Hulu lineup, but then the one big thing uh, with that Hulu lineup was that because they partnered with FX... They're developing this series for FX. And I I think it's so dope. Uh, but then, after all the Hulu stuff, they went into the Star Wars stuff? Which everybody gets hyped for. Yeah. Everybody loves Star Wars. And if they don't, I think we're at a point where people that don't like Star Wars still acknowledge, like, yeah, it's Star Wars.
1: I think the people that, and I see this everywhere, and I'm not going to take credit for this thought, because this is not an original thought. The
0: people that hate Star Wars the most are Star Wars fans. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) like, some people that really love, like, one Star Wars movie will have such a hate for another one that it's sort of like, dude, you don't even, do you, like, fake fan, you don't even like it. But, uh, they went, they sort of went off for the Star Wars stuff in terms of series. They announced, let me see, one, two, six, seven, eight, yeah, eight series for Disney Plus that take place in the Star Wars. Over the next five years. Two of them are animated but then the rest are uh, at least they've said they haven't shown if any of the others are animated. But two are actually advertised as like an animated series, and the rest are live action series. Some of them standalone, others are like in the universe of the movies. Yeah, and the rest are like before the movies or most likely before. I don't think they're gonna go after.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to follow where like where the hell would they go after, Ray Skywalker. Like it's, it's, uh, but I'm gonna
0: rattle question. off all the ser- all the stuff they announced for Star Wars, and then we can talk about you know whatever we hear- we see that we're most excited about. Yeah. Uh, but it starts with they announced a series on Ahsoka, and then a Rangers of the New Republic Star Wars series, and then a series about Cassie and Andor, and then Obi Wan Kenobi, where they confirmed that Hayden Christensen is gonna return as Darth Vader. Bye. And then they are also <laughs> making a Lando Calrissian series and a series called The Bad Batch about some clone troopers from the Clone Wars series. They're getting their own thing. Yeah, it's basically a follow-up
1: to the Clone Wars yep. whole
0: series. Yeah, yeah, sounds cool. They also are making an anime series called Star Wars Visions, where they're bringing in a bunch of anime directors from like other stuff, and they're directing like episodes of this series. Yeah. Sounds cool. Yeah. And then they're also making a show called The Acolyte. And it's about the rise of the dark side. Is that the last of the. That's the last Star Wars series thing they announced. Uh, they're also making a standalone movie on the Rogue Squadron. Like, it's Star Wars Rogue Squadron. The director today said that it's not going to be based on, like, the video game. Yeah. At all. But, like, it's called Star Wars Rogue Squadron. And also, Taika Waititi, who made. Uh, we. What, what they do in the shadows Thor, and Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok and yeah. Jojo rabbit is making his own standalone Star Wars movie, which is, mm. Yeah. Oh, I uh, love
1: tech. TV?
0: And that's all the Star Wars stuff. So what are
1: you most excited about in that list? Cause we're not covering all of that.
0: No, we're <laughs> not. Uh, I can tell you what I'm sort of meh about. Cause I, I'm sure I'm going to watch it, but I'm not going to love it is basically the Ahsoka series. Yeah. Rangers of the New Republic, the Cassian Andor series and the Lando Calrissian series. I'm sort of like, cool. I'm sure it'll be good. I'm not worried about it, but I'm not I'm not that's not what I'm riding the hype train for. Yeah, they kind of that kind of feels as much as I hope that
1: it's done right, it feels a little bit like fan service. Yeah, cuz Ahsoka is like fan favorite. Super hyped up fan favorite, same with Lando. Yeah. I al- I also hope that um
0: Don Clover comes back as Lando. I, like, I do, too. I will I say, I, hope, I mean, they got Ewan McGregor for Obi-Wan. They can get anybody. Yeah, yeah, so I'm sure that they'll come to a deal with Donald Glover and be like,
1: hey, man. I can just picture, like, hey, Christian, yeah, talking to a normal guy, Ewan McGregor talking to a normal guy. Approaching Donald Glover is like he's
0: in, like, a throne. Yeah, because he's just, <laughs> he's, he's he has off. yet to do something in, in entertainment that he's not good at. Like, he has music fans, he has acting fans, and he has comedy fans yeah
1: he's good at all of it. community and his stand up Drew and all of his comedy fans Yes, childish Gambino which was fantastic
0: yeah and his acting is great yeah and he's got Atlanta like he's so good oh yeah so which, walking into a room to pitch him something must be terrifying yeah just like
1: hey your, your highness like you're yeah fucking like, great like, Ewan, at everything Ewan
0: McGregor's an actor I'm sure he has his hand in other cookie jars but mostly everybody knows him as an actor yeah so walking up to an actor and being like hey man those movies that made you an international star remember that star wars remember those you were obi-wan uh we're gonna bring you in because we get it ewan we're gonna bring you in and we're gonna uh, um we're gonna make a series out of obi-wan i'm sure he was just like ah, yeah sure <laughs> that's awesome but
1: yeah definitely well he's, he's also like a from what I've heard, he loves Star Wars. No yeah, way. he still goes on talk shows and does lightsaber most. Yeah, he loves it. So being asked to be like, hey, do you want to be Obi-Wan Kenobi again? Like, yeah. Yes. Definitely. Imagine if he said no. <laughs> I actually would be less excited about all of it because that's, I think, what I'm most excited for is for nostalgia purposes and also because I love Ewan McGregor is Obi-Wan Kenobi coming back and Hayden Christensen coming back as Anakin. Because even though at the time people were like, ugh, these, this series sucks. The prequels, bah, suck. I love Anakin. <laughs> Dude, <Do laughs> you? He's fun. He's fun. I think he's, he's fun? He's a whiny little bitch, which is exactly what Anakin was. He's whiny. He's
0: strong. He's a great general. But he's like, Padme. Yeah. Uh. See, I'm not not excited about that. Because that means Obi-Wan and Darth Vader are going to, hopefully. Yeah. Which will be cool. But I, I, don't, I don't love Hayden Christensen. I'm excited to see him behind a giant black costume. Hayden Christensen as, so
1: as, yeah. as an actor?
0: Hayden Christensen as an actor? No. Good.
1: But Hayden Christensen as Anakin is what I'm talking about. Yeah. I like him as Anakin. I think he's a good Anakin. I, think I will I saw, say, I
0: can't think of anybody else that could do Anakin. Anakin
1: yeah, yet. that's what I was going to say. If, if I saw anybody else as Anakin, it'd be weird. Yeah, fair. Yeah.
0: What about, like, Timothy Chalamet?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If he was... That would actually be really cool. If Tim That'd be good. He would. He, he would be a really good... I'm glad I just thought of that. Anakin. Yeah, I've never been able to think of somebody, but now I think, yeah. Timothy Chalamet. He would kill it. Wow. That'd be cool. Like, if if it was like Darth Vader and the mask broke, and you saw like half and of Timothy And you see face. friggin'
0: the pretty boy from Call Me By Your Name just... <laughs> just, I'm you. It's like, whoa. Wow. Like, I'll kill you. Like, you amazing. can kill me all day. I would let him. <laughs> If he was choking me, I'd be like, yo. <laughs> you know what? You <laughs> know how many people would be jealous? Like, you show up in heaven or wherever, and it's like, man, how'd you die? And it's like, Timothy and my force choked me from across the room. They'd all be like, A+. Plus. You win. Good job. <laughs> but uh, I'm, excited. I'm sort of excited for Kenobi just to see more cool lightsaber battles between Obi-Wan and anybody. Yeah. Love Obi-Wan. The acolyte. The Acolyte, I'm most excited about.
1: Yeah, we were we were just talking to one of my best friends, Martin, who's a diehard Star Wars fan. I'm sure we'll have him on sometime just to talk about Star Wars when stuff starts coming out because he's a he's like Rain Man with Star Wars, it's insane. But the Acolyte is the showing of somebody from the Dark Side's perspective, and yeah, it's about
0: uh, the series as a whole. Apparently, will tell how the Dark Side came about and became the dark side, which I just realized is probably going to explore the temple from, like, the last Star Wars movie. Yeah. But it's been rumored today, uh, people have sort of put together that the closest we get to a story about the origins of the dark side are Darth Plages. Darth Plagueis, the wise. Uh, Wanted to live forever. From Yeah, from Phantom Menace, where it's, you know... I think it was Phantom
1: Menace. No, it was, uh, it was the um, Revenge of the Sith. It was Revenge of the Sith yeah. because that's when he was like trying to tempt Anakin. Yeah,
0: from the prequels though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's make prequels. that clear. It's from the prequels. It was the prequels for, prequels. for sure. <laughs> uh, but the closest thing we get to something from the origin of the dark side is the story of Darth Plagueis, who was like, "I'm going to use the force to live forever," and that's really all. That's all we've. That's heard. the whole thing that. I'm, has been said. I'm
1: positive that there's more lore about it. Martin could tell you, but he, Oh, he I'm trained, sure there's books about it.
0: In he terms trains. Of actual si- like, yeah. Star Wars novels.
1: He trains Sidious, and I only heard about a, a point where Sidious struck down Pelagius, but I know nothing else about
0: Pelagius. I haven't heard anything, but I also, I'm not a big Star Wars guy. I like the movies. Yeah. I know there are books. I don't read the books. I've never read them. Uh, I know that The Clone Wars is great. Mm hmm. I watched two seasons. Uh, <laughs> the Mandalorian is really cool. I haven't started season two. I haven't
1: either. We just we were just talking about this. I was rewatching some of the first season, and Jacob told me the other day, he's like, the first season, first half, really slow to start. And I'm like, yeah. I don't remember it like that. And then I rewatched it, and I went,
0: yeah, it's pretty slow to start. Yeah, because I'm, I'm very outspoken that I think The, the Mandalorian is good, not great.
1: Yeah as a fan of star wars i think it was like hell yeah and i was so star wars deprived of something good yeah that i was like really into it at the time but i watched it today with my girlfriend with raquel and she was just like watching it just blank face and i'm yeah. like oh it's really slow and i didn't realize that the first time <laughs> holy crap um
0: yeah it doesn't move that quick
1: yeah and i'm like just wait and the only thing I think holding her in is baby baby Yoda or the which child, which is fine
0: because it does get better. It's adorable and it gets better. <laughs> yeah, baby Yoda's cute as hell. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm excited most about the accolade. Accolade's gonna be awesome. I'm sure the movies will be good. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not. Sure. I'm not not excited for those. Like Patty Jenkins made a good DC superhero movie. Yeah. So we're gonna I'm excited to see what she can do with Star Wars. We because... still need
1: to. Because we need to watch the next Wonder Woman when, we, when it comes out, which we'll talk
0: about on here, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm um, it. yeah. It's on the list. I'm sure it'll be good. You know? I hope. I'm sh- uh, Yeah, I hope Wonder Woman was good. Um, I'm sure it'll be good. Same with Taika Waititi. Shout out to Patty Jenkins and Taika Waititi. Name dropping <laughs> big names. They'll hear it. Little uh, podcast, big names. Yeah. First episode. Uh, <laughs> the Taika Waititi one, I'm sure it'll be good. He, he's put out nothing but good stuff. Another he,
1: person that's put out nothing but good stuff.
0: He made arguably one of the best Marvel movies. Ragnarok was the best Marvel movie. Okay. I'm going to say that
1: outright. I'll I'm, argue that.
0: I'll argue it. Not right now. Yeah, we'll do that later. But um, mm. I'll argue it. Yeah, that's the Star Wars news. A <laughs> uh, lot of big shit. And then they announced some live action Disney stuff. They only announced one, two, three, four. Seven. Seven live action things. Yeah. They announced more Star Wars stuff than they did their own. Honestly, I, I'm happy about that. Me too. Because I'm <laughs> only ha- I'm excited about one of these things. Then read off. I will. <laughs> uh, they're making Enchanted 2. Uh, they're making Pinocchio, directed by Robert Zemeckis. And Tom Hanks is Geppetto, which they announced. Mm-hmm. They're making Three Men and a Baby reboot? Yeah, you see how it's immediate? Yeah. You felt that? Yeah. That, you felt the like... That, hmm. That Enchanted 2. Okay. Yeah. Pinocchio with, with Geppetto. Tom Hanks as Geppetto. I know yeah. it. I'll see anything with Tom cool. Hanks in it. Cool. Dolphins, Every Dolphins. dad in America is going to see that movie. Yeah, exactly. It's going to probably make them feel bad about how they fathered, I'm but they're going to see the movie. So excited about it. So pumped about it. And then I go, hey, <laughs> you know what I'm excited about? Three yeah. men and a baby. I don't know if we can be friends. I don't know who was in the original. <laughs> Gun to my head. I know a lot about a lot of movies. Yeah. Gun to my head. Who starred in Three Men and a Baby? I want to say Tom Selleck. Did he play the baby? I have no clue. Because <laughs> the only the only things I know Tom Selleck for are, I think, Blue Chips. That, the TV show about the cops. Blue Bloods? Blue Bloods. See? Blue Chips. See? <laughs> yeah. And... And he was supposed to be Indiana Jones. And I also
1: know him just because Linda Belcher on Bob's Burgers reference. Oh, yeah. A lot. Yeah.
0: But, like, I've never. The other part of that is, I've never seen Blue Bloods. It's okay. I think he was on Hawaii 5 0. I don't think so. And less good show. Y- yeah.
1: The only good thing about that show in my mind is the drum solo coming in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, now looking
1: into.
0: Yeah. Magnum P.I. That's what it is. Magnum. Oh. Oh, I Actually, was right. Yeah, that was his most. I was right. One. It was Tom Selleck. What and what? In Three Men and a Baby, the original. Who else is it? Ted Danson and Steve Gutenberg, who I've never heard of.
1: I've heard of Steve Gutenberg, but only in like old references.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah, they're but like that movie, that movie that I've never seen with Tom Selleck in it. Yeah. They rebooted it. They're remaking it. Strap in, folks. Get Three me. Men and a Baby, starring Zac Efron, it's coming out. Oh, Zach Efron, too. Yeah. I Hold on. Wait, I there will that. be no Zach Efron. Slave. No,
1: no, 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 no. I love Zach Efron, but I was like, in my head, I went, people are going to
0: definitely see that if it has Zach Efron. Oh, for sure. I'm going to see it. Then they announced a Swiss Family Robinson reboot. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Doesn't, doesn't feel like we need it, it doesn't spark joy. I'd rather have a Robinson Crusoe movie, honestly. I don't know what that is. You know what Robinson Crusoe is? I don't think so. Oh, it's the story of the dude that got shipwrecked on an island, and then he sails off. It was written by the guy that made Treasure Planet. Oh, then I would love it. Yeah, it's good. It's a great story. To anybody on here
1: that would like to know, sure you don't. I love Treasure Planet, and I'm sure you'll hear about it a lot. Uh, <laughs> but moving on from Three Men and a Baby and, what, Swiss Family
0: Values? Yeah, Swiss Family Robinson.
1: Robinson, sorry. They
0: then announced Hocus Pocus 2. Which, cool. you know, people are excited yeah. about because there's always been that Photoshopped poster and it's like, oh, it's coming out. And everybody on Facebook's like, it's coming out. Yeah, research so every once in a while. It comes up every now and then. It's like, all you have to do is Google it. They've never confirmed it mm-hmm. until now. Until now, they finally said Hocus Pocus 2. Cool. And uh, James Mangold is set to direct the fifth Indiana Jones with Harrison Ford coming. <laughs>
1: I thought in the last one he looked old. I'm terrified to see how old he looks in this one.
0: I, with the stories of injuries he's gotten just from how he lives his life, I think he might like just die on set. <laughs> like he'll crack the whip. He'll like, be like,
1: <laughs> it backfire. Yeah.
0: Like, or they'll be like, now Harrison, you don't have to crash the truck. And he's going to be like, I can do it. I have to Like, like, He'll be like, hey, back off, Sonny. I'm sure he says Sonny. He's old. But he's like, back off, Sonny. And then he goes, and he, he crashes the truck, and it looks great, and then they go over, and he's just like...
1: He's dead. Slumped.
0: He's dead. Full slump.
1: He'll just have one of those Tom Cruise injuries where he breaks his foot, like, you know, when Tom Cruise... Yeah, when like he up- snapped his whole foot. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that would just put him out of commission for the rest of his life. No, because... did, <laughs> did you, Do you not know what happened when they made Star Wars The Force Awakens? I know that he got pinned underneath the Millennium Falcon
0: door. Mm, yes, but it snapped his leg. Like, the hydraulic door shut on his leg. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just thought like, it was
1: like, oh no, I'm pinned. I he, didn't know it was like,
0: oh my god, no, Harrison he's hard Ford to kill. broke his leg. He's hard to kill. He crashed a plane on a golf course and walked out. Yeah, man's, man's a beast. Uh, but I'm most excited for that because James Mangold. What was he directed? Logan. Oh, fuck yeah, I'm super excited. Logan's yeah. one of my favorite movies. He made Logan, he made Ford v. Ferrari. I said but feel, I heard it was good. It's good. I feel I don't need to say any more things on his resume because those are good.
1: Yeah. My I saw Logan, my brother saw Ford V Ferrari. My brother's a mechanic. And he said it was good, so I trust him. It, it is. I liked it.
0: Uh and then they were like, "Okay. Here's our animated stuff." And and they went off. I'm very excited for almost everything they announced. Oh, they also announced the cast for Little Mermaid, the live action Little Mermaid.
1: Yeah. yeah, the live-action remakes of animated, I never go to see any of them because I don't care. It's cash grab. The only
0: good one was The Jungle Book. Directed by... John Favreau. John Favreau. That's Which, what I thought. But then, that gave me hope for The Lion King. Did you see it? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> was it not good? It wasn't great. <laughs> I'd rather watch the original Lion King. Like, yeah, it, it's good. But then, I'd rather watch the remake of The Jungle Book. Yeah. Because the Jungle was really I good.
1: saw the remake of the Jungle. Actually, that is the one, the only one I saw. It was good.
0: It's good, yeah.
1: It made me, bad necessities, maybe <laughs> dance a little bit.
0: But uh, yeah, they announced the cast for Little Mermaid. And then they announced all the stuff they have planned for animation. They're making a Diary of a Wimpy Kid animated movie, yeah. which makes sense. I feel yeah. like they should have done that originally. A while ago. Yeah. That they,
1: they shouldn't have done the live one?
0: That, yeah. At all. That should have been the original formula. Yeah. But I, that gives me hope, though, because I feel like Disney is like,
1: hey. We got this.
0: Yeah, Disney's really going balls to the wall with
1: everything they should have
0: done. Uh, because they bought Fox, they're making an Ice Age spinoff. Okay, we'll see how that goes. It's a, it's a series about the dinosaur, not the dinosaur, the the ferret. Oh, um. The hunter. I forget his name. But He's yeah, out. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The one showed the up in the fire match. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, they're making a Night at the Museum animated spinoff series. That's out of nowhere. It really is? Yeah, I have no idea where that came from. I'm okay with it. Unless they have an episode about Teddy Roosevelt, then I'm immediately not okay with it.
1: Yeah, because you don't replace Robin
0: Williams. Yeah, I'd be sad.
1: Don't do it. I'd be mad. I wonder if they're just having a pitch meeting and Ben Stiller just bursts and he's like, you know what's still relevant? Down to the museum.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ben Stiller walks in just like, hey, I uh, I know that my sense of humor is really off brand and sort of niche at this point. And out of date. Yeah, basically out of date. And I directed movies that people love, but I've never been in I've, I've never been the part of it that they love. Yeah. and you got we made a kids series about me, and you know what has remained relevant all these years? Night <laughs> at the Museum. That series. Yeah. I yeah. think we should make a Night at the Museum series, but then somebody in the room went, "Yes, <laughs> just outright, just like, like yeah." You know that what? got greenlit. the The process of that means that there were enough people behind it to be like, "Hell yeah, people will watch this. Absolutely, people will love it." And I'm excited for it. But not super excited for it because, like, I only really saw the first one. I saw the second one. It was fine. It was okay. I think I owned the second one. It was fun. I I remember being like, okay, this is fun. It was a fun time. But, like, I regularly watched the first one as a kid. I think I watched the second one once. And I saw the third one, but I saw it when Robin Williams died. Um, so I was like oh this movie's great the way they handled it was awesome because the last line that Robin Williams has was just it was really great Yeah. and I was like that was really good that was a good it was a good send up it was good I've never watched it since
1: I have a special connection with Night at the Museum because it holds the only sleepwalking story I've ever had which is my family and I went to go see Night at the Museum and that night I walked into the room as a 7 year old and went I thought the coolest thing about Nightmare in the Museum it was the dinosaur. It was great. My mom was like, What are you doing? And I went, Anyway, the dinosaur was really cool. Uh you give me gum gum. Like some stupid shit like that. Oh my god. And then I yeah. walked back to bed. And that was the only time in my life I've ever slept walking And for some reason, some special reason, Night of the Museum made me sleep walk. So, That's amazing. Yeah, it's really weird. That's so amazing. <laughs> so Night of the Museum has my heart and apparently my dreams. That's so funny. <laughs>
0: But yeah, I'm sort of excited for that. I hope it's good because I did like the original Night at the Museum. They're making a Lion King prequel. I'm saying this is in their animated lineup because it's fucking animated.
1: Yeah, I but mean not... they did a prequel once, which was like one and a half, which was yeah, like but fun. The,
0: this is actually a prequel. I hope it's good. It's they tap Fossa. I that'd be it's cool. A kid. Maybe it's yeah. Fossa and Scar's relationship. Yeah, cool. They tap Barry Jenkins to direct, which I think is awesome. Because he's made nothing but good movies. Yeah, like, and if it's a if if the movie has any love story at all, that'll be the best part of the movie. Hands. Yeah, down.
1: well, I mean, hands down, the best part of the Lion King was Nala and. Yeah, but Barry Jenkins didn't make that, Kyle. Wait, what did he
0: make? He made Moonlight and In If Beale Street Could Talk.
1: <gasps> Two movies I still haven't seen. I can't. You
0: haven't seen. <laughs> Moonlight? We put up Moonlight and La La Land, and you show me La La Land. Our freshman year of college, Moonlight won Best Picture. You just didn't see it?
1: No, I haven't. What the fuck? Because my freshman year, I wasn't a film major yet. I was doing an English major, which was stupid.
0: That's stupid. You already speak English.
1: Yeah, I speak English. And I went in there, and I'm like, I like poetry. And they're like, let's talk about 18th century British poetry. And I'm like, I don't like poetry anymore.
0: See, I went to college, and I was like, I like movies. And they're like, let's watch movies. And I was like, fuck yeah, sign me up.
1: Yeah, my sophomore year, I went into a class that was art film. And I saw Pulp Fiction one time. I know it's really cliche, but I was like, I like this. And I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. I so. hate that.
0: <laughs> oh, no. It wasn't Pulp Fiction. It was uh, Reservoir Dogs. I hate that. Why? Because Reservoir Dogs great. I just hate that a Tarantino movie, which is the stereotypical, I'm a film guy. Yeah. I'm a film guy. I like Tarantino. Cool. You, Yeah, cool. They're good movies. No, they're great movies. I hate that that stereotypical brand <laughs> what brought me is what made you go, hell yeah, film school. Like... Well, I loved watching movies all the time. My roommate
1: at the time was a film major, and he was an acting major, I think. Yeah. And he would always watch movies, and, like, I would love to just watch movies and only do that, but, I mean, the movies I've seen are, like, okay at best, and then I saw Reservoir Dogs, and I'm like, oh, they're good movies up, because I didn't grow up seeing good movies. I grew up seeing whatever was in the theater, and it was hit or miss
0: all the time. Uh, We can talk about how many movies I watched at an age where I shouldn't have, but not right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, anyway, yeah. I, yeah, so I'm excited yeah. for the Lion King prequel simply because Barry Jenkins, who I thought people would recognize by his name, but evidently... I'm stupid. Evidently, no. I it- talked
1: about this in the car today with Allie. I'm like, I'm naturally stupid. Don't evidently,
0: happen. he's not a name director that everybody will recognize. But yeah, the guy that made Moonlight, which won Best Picture, and If Beale Street Could Talk, which is criminally underappreciated as a movie, uh, he's the director of Lion King. That's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. See if it wins an Oscar. If the line, King re- I'd- qu- Oh, i quit. I would just quit. That's when you wouldn't hear from me, but it wouldn't be like Jake went off to start his own thing. It'd just be like, Jake quit. He's gone. Jake's done. Uh, He's
1: off looking out over a cliff.
0: He retired. Um, but then they announced they're, they're making a Chippendale Dale movie with Andy Samberg, John Mulaney, and Seth Rogen.
1: Yeah, the Chippendale Dale movie part, I wasn't excited about, and then I heard the cast, and I'm like, that's- Exciting. That's really I love cute.
0: that cast. I'm very excited That's that. fun. <laughs> that's a fun cast. Yeah. They announced a Peter Pan and Wendy movie, and they said nothing about it, so I don't know what the story yeah. is there. I'm a sucker for Peter Pan, but the only good Peter Pan movies are the one from the 50s and Hook, and Hook is not a good movie. Yeah. So, I hope it's good. The story of a kid that can fly, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> like, that's... I'm, I'm easy going with easy entertainment like yeah all you gotta do is like it's a kid that can fly and he fights pirates awesome <laughs> great okay that's no fun. but there's gonna be the no i'm good you don't need to say anything else i'm in <laughs> that's me with peter pan i love it they announced a baymax series from big hero 6
1: yeah i saw that this year it was the first time i saw big hero 6 i'm like that was so fun it wasn't like oh my god my mind's blown i was just like this is a really fun movie, and I really appreciate the animation. It, yeah, the fact so they're, they're doing a second like follow-up to Big Hero 6 is yeah. fucking awesome.
0: It's, yeah, it's a good Disney movie. Uh, they announced a series that takes place in the Zootopia universe. It's, it's going to tell the stories of the people in Zootopia.
1: I'm excited because Zootopia was a good movie, but it was ruined by the furry community for me. Because I'm on the internet a lot, mm-hmm.
0: I get exactly what you're saying, and it makes me like I'm excited and so scared. I've clicked on the wrong tabs enough times to know I can't watch the Utopia. You're anymore.
1: like, ooh, I want a new phone, and all of a sudden you're like, I didn't want to see. Nah, I
0: didn't want to see Officer Hops. I in get that Situation. No, yeah, 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 and and they're making a series about that with those links as stories. No, <laughs> they uh, took
1: the fanfiction from Reddit and they're like, you know what? Oh this is good God. source material. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Because the online community definitely did stuff to that movie that wasn't necessary. Not fun. But the movie itself was amazing. Yeah. So I'm sure the series will be good. The animation was really impressive in that movie. Yeah, the overarching story of like, hey, don't judge people. Yeah. Was awesome. And also, look at those hair follicles. That's really impressive. Yeah. (laughs) And then they announced they're making a Tiana series from Princess Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Oh, that's who that is! Oh, yeah. Because I was like, which I'm hyped for because like, I hope she opened her own cafe in friggin' New Orleans, and I just want to see that food. What if it's just a kitchen movie? I'm in.
1: Yeah, that's your whole life.
0: That's great. I'll watch it. Like, give me a talking frog, a fun firefly, and a beignet.
1: I just for because I knew nothing about. I forgot who Tiana was, so for a minute after watching like the the releases, because they're doing another Moana thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I just went tiana Moana. well i remember i
0: announced (laughs) it i was like reading these to the room as i was getting the notifications and i said that one and Allie was like yay and everybody else was like i
1: don't know what that is but now that i know
0: but Allie's favorite thing ali's favorite disney movie is princess and the frog oh so when i said that her whole face lit up and i was like yeah she'll like that one and the rest of the room was like
1: meh I watched that on a whim when I was, like, really depressed one day. And I was just, like, in bed on a stint. And I just, like, put it on. And I'm like, oh! And that made my, like, fucking Did next
0: great, three days better. It was a like, good movie. <laughs> uh, they also announced they're making a series. A Moana series. Yeah. Which, cool.
1: I wasn't a huge fan of Moana, personally. Mm. I, it's, it's fine. It's good. There's a lot of empty space. For, like, Yeah, there's Coconut wise.
0: Pirates that are never explained. Or I always get 15 minutes in, and I'm like, I'm not interested. The yeah no it's I liked it uh, the one part that bugged me was the coconut pirates as a whole because the whole movie's happening and like you suspend disbelief this girl can control the seas cool she's fighting with a demigod awesome they're going to put the heart of Tafiti in a lava god cool I'm in pirate ships sail up cool they gotta deal with pirates there are people in this movie that sail so there must be pirates that's how that works fucking coconuts with spears hop off this boat <laughs> and every time i've watched the movie i'm just sort of like what <laughs> this hasn't been mentioned i've seen a giant crab try to steal treasure and he explains why he's doing it in a song where he's like i'm addicted to treasure and it's like okay cool there's a monster it does things we said we were going to the monster realm there's a monster nobody in the monster realm goes hey when you get out there there might be some coconuts like no one like anthropomorphic coconuts like up until this food. point in the movie no one has mentioned or shown that coconuts can do this or that there's like wizards and stuff or magical things that'll come alive it's never mentioned some coconut pirates show up attack moana for like a 10 minute sequence and then they sail off and for the rest of the movie it is never talked about <laughs> it's just never explained ever and that yes no they never <laughs> touch on it And that is probably the only reason that Moana isn't great in my book, is because of that one thing of, like, you've explained every part of the story so far. I know exactly why everything else is happening. What is this? What is a coconut pirate ship doing? Why is Wilson attacking us? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but then they sail up to it, and like Maui's like, let me handle this. And it's like, so this is a thing. So you know about this? But it's never explained, and then afterwards it's never touched on, and it always, every time I've watched that movie, I've been like, why? And Maui knew about it, so when I meet Dwayne
1: the Rock Johnson, I'm like, I have one question for you, one question for you only, you have a big career, you have a long line of really good shit you've done, I have one question, what the fuck was with the coconut? Like, was there a deleted scene
0: that we just <laughs> never saw, but they never talked about either, like it's never come up? But yeah, so... They announced that... That's great. Tiana Moana, hooray. Yeah, they announced a movie called Encanto that takes place in Colombia. Cool. They literally didn't say anything about it except oh. for that. Okay. Yeah, and it sounds cool. That sounds like a Pokemon region. Yeah. It. Yeah. Cool. They didn't say anything about it. Uh, cool. And they announced a thing called Iwaju... I'm sure I'm butchering that. Isn't it? The, that's the African? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure I'm butchering that simply because there were a lot of accents on the A and the U. So I know I'm not pronouncing it right, but I don't know the language.
1: Well, we'll check for next time. Yeah. We'll correct ourselves next time. We'll make a mark.
0: I'm sure I'm ourselves. butchering that. But it's from, they made a joint venture with an African-based production company. And it, the, the concept art they showed on the poster, it looks really cool.
1: Yeah, it's from what I saw. It seems like girl from city, boy from more rural areas. Yeah, but
0: the like the cityscape they showed was like that part in Black Mo- in Black Panther when they fly into Wakanda, Wakanda. and it's like wow, this yeah, it looks seems
1: cool, super developed.
0: It looked like that. It looked really cool, and I'm excited for that simply because I don't know much about it. Yeah, and it looks interesting. Yeah, and then they announced the Pixar stuff. They're making an up spinoff called Doug Days, about my dog, Doug. Yeah, whenever you said
1: that, and we were reading it off to the people we knew, they all paused for a second, like, what? Yeah. And it's
0: like, Doug. But then, what bothered me was, I went to work and I told my buddies at work, and they were like, oh my, why? That movie came out so long ago. And it's like, yeah, they waited like nine years for Toy Story 3. Yeah. They're not fast with sequels. Like, Pixar is bad at making sequels on time. I mean, they can make a sequel, like, 15 years later, and people will be like, Hey, look at Incredibles! Yeah,
1: Incredibles 2 came out, and everybody was like, This is so good! It was a super high-grossing movie, and it took, like, 14 years. I mean,
0: if they came out with a second Treasure Planet now, I'd be like, <gasps> I'd be so happy. I'd be so excited. Be so <laughs> the rest of this doesn't matter, because it's not going to be a Treasure Planet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a Treasure Planet. John Silver can't come back. His voice actor's gone. <laughs>
0: um... But yeah, uh, Doug Days. Doug Days. <laughs> then they announced a Cars sequel series. I yeah, don't...
1: the 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 new
0: car that well, was like. I'm assuming that's what it'll be about. I don't know if it's a sequel movie series. Oh. I don't know if it's a TV series. Cars is getting a sequel. Cars something happening with Cars, which I I don't get why. It's over. You have three. Let them rest. <laughs> that are notoriously okay. We watched the third one together and it was pretty good. You know what it says
1: about the third one being the best one, though? That the other 2 are weren't that great. Let it go. Like,
0: (laughs) you know how many trilogies the third movie is arguably the worst one? Yeah, The Matrix. It's a a thing. Like, it's a joking thing about trilogies that the third one sucks. And Cars 3 is the best one. So it's like, cool, you you finally did it, leave it. Stop it. Let it die. And they're making something, they're making a sequel in some way. If it's with Mater...
1: Dude. I want to be upset. I'd be pissed. I'd be really upset. I would hate it. Let well, him die. Let him rest. Let, let Larry the Cable Guy just be a guy.
0: Let him rest. Let him rest. <laughs> let my man's rest. He was carrying entertainment on his shoulders in the late 2000s. He needs a break. Yeah. I know this won't make that much sense, but like, I think Larry the Cable Guy and Guy Fieri have the same energy.
1: That makes some sense. Yeah. yeah that makes
0: some sense. Because they're famous and they're, their personality is like, ha, I'm... Um, Blah, blah blah
1: i'm larry the cable guy <laughs> like,
0: hi i'm guy Fietti. and it's like cool and then but then the level of celebrity that their fan base builds them to it's like one's a host of a show on the food network and the other's name is larry the cable guy who did a bunch of stand-up was in a couple of animated
1: movies his mater was in one live action movie that was delta <laughs> farce
0: He was in Delta Force. He was in Delta Force. Oh, then he was in movies. He was in another live action movie. Called Larry
1: the Cable Guy. Oh, I've only ever seen Delta Force. There was like a real movie about him. Really?
0: And it was bad. I'm sure. We're going to watch it. We're not. I'm going to. You do that. I'll keep watching good movies. (laughs) Um, I
1: like watching bad movies so I can be like, ah, now I know.
0: But yeah, car sequel (laughs) series. What makes me think that it's a movie series is because then Pixar announced they're finally making their first TV series called Winner Lose. Oh, that. Oh, following
1: up the Cars announcement?
0: Yeah. Oh, then that might be the Cars thing. No, Winner Lose is about the softball team. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're making like a standalone TV series called Winner Lose, and it's about a softball team prepping for like. The championship game.
1: And they're taking like a perspective from each player. Yeah. Week, each
0: episode right? is going to deal with a different player on the team which makes me super excited because I am I just I love Pixar.
1: And it's animated, right? And
0: it's animated.
1: That just makes me think of like old time like like Hey Arnold and like all that yeah. stuff just kids and I'm like that makes me excited
0: and super nostalgic. Yeah. So, so I'm excited for that and they're also making Lightyear. Oh, with Chris Evans voicing Buzz. Yeah, and it's a Buzz Lightyear origin movie. Now, I learned this last night. Yeah. It's not about the toy. It's about the real-world Buzz Lightyear in the universe of Toy Story that the toy is based on.
1: Oh, so like the, uh, the TV series they
0: did for Buzz Lightyear, sort of. No, no, because that was still about the toy.
1: No, the, but it was about him in space fighting Zerg.
0: Yeah, they're not talking about the toy. They're talking about the person in the universe of Toy Story. So, like, if Andy's dad was a what? pilot... And he inspired people to make a toy in that universe. And that toy was oh. it's about, yeah, it's about the real world, quote unquote. Oh. But it's like, yeah. So it's,
1: oh. Oh, that's going to be interesting.
0: I'm super excited for that. Like, when I found that Holy out, crap. I was like, oh, that actually sounds So really probably cool.
1: about, like, some real astronaut doing real shit. Yeah,
0: doing, like, Star Command. Like,
1: yeah. that's really interesting. Holy crap. Like,
0: I'm just imagining the, anim- like, the animated version of the Ryan Gosling movie, First Man, about Neil Armstrong. But I'm not. You've never seen it. Nope. I hate you. <laughs> Uh It was made by the guy that made Whiplash, man. I love Whiplash. Seen that. Made La La Land. Seen that. He made two <laughs> movies about jazz, and then went Neil Armstrong biopic. What? <laughs> uh, but it's a good movie. But the the Buzz Lightyear concept about a movie about this guy that inspires the toy Buzz Lightyear, it just has me thinking like an animated Neil Armstrong movie. But I'm super excited. That's what f- I thought. Like I'm hype about that, like anyways. Buzz or yeah, like I'm yeah. S- I'm hype about that anyways because I'm sure it'll be cool. And then they announced the weirdest thing I've heard—the that- red panda thing. Yeah, I I'm excited like, to see what that is. <laughs> but like the reason I'm really excited about it, and the reason I say it's the weirdest thing they've ever made, is simply because everything else when they announced it or they showed the trailer, it was like that makes sense. I'll suspend my disbelief for that, you know. Yeah, all these things. It's like that. I can see how the writer's room came up with that. But a young man a woman? Young girl. It's called Turning Red. And it's about a young girl. It's a coming-of-age story about, quote, a young girl who turns into a red panda, end quote. And nothing else. And That's the all picture, they said. Just the poster. Which the animation looks good. It looked Yeah, it does. It looks good. But, but it was just a girl <laughs> uh, and then behind her was like a giant red panda. And it's like, where is this going? What like, And I trust them to be, I trust to be good because whenever they do something that's weird, it's good. It's usually good. Like, the, like
1: if you think of like, think about like just the, the, the explanation of like Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, has a panda and it does Kung Fu and if that was it, you'd be like, what is this movie? Yeah, but shout out DreamWorks. Happening? Happening. Yeah. I'm just, that. I'm just saying like a movie that sounds oh, yeah, weird off you, the cover. yeah
0: Yeah. But like with Pixar, it's like, you know, if I had to pitch one of their best movies, which is Inside Out, to people yeah. the way that they explain it and it's like okay this girl's emotions have personality in her brain yeah. go on a journey to find her memories that doesn't even make sense yeah that sounds like a boring movie it, it sounds, sounds boring but it's game. also like how Yeah, but not in the way of like oh tell me more but just explain to me what you meant like how yeah. but that movie's amazing it's a great movie so, I watch
1: it and I cry every time
0: it's so good uh, the first time I saw it, I was with my dad and my sister in a movie theater, and it was full. And there weren't three seats next to each other. So, like, my dad and my sister sat, like, four rows behind me all the way on the other side. And I sat next to a woman and her two kids. And by the end of the movie, the mom and I were crying. And the kids were just sort of, like, bored. You you don't
1: get this yet. Like, they were, like,
0: three <laughs> or four. It was, it was clearly... Oh, okay. Like, one of them, it was, like, their first movie, I guess. Like, it was probably... I'm guessing it was probably, like their first movie and mom was like we got a date let's go out yeah, let's go
1: let's go watch this movie it should be for kids but no it's for adults
0: and they look over and me and this woman are like leaning on each other sobbing uncontrollably just crying so i'm excited about turning red just because whenever they throw an original idea at the wall it's usually good it
1: usually sticks
0: and then they announce their marvel stuff which is awesome also extremely exciting I'm so excited. i'm
1: not one to be like man I love Marvel, but this stuff
0: sounds exciting. I'm one to say that I love Marvel. I'll bite the
1: bullet. Just in public, I'm not like super pumped because somebody's going to one-up me with their fandom. Because I'm not a gigantic fan. I don't know everything about it, and then somebody comes in and they're like, Well, good for you. I don't know much about it, but I can tell you a lot about Star Wars and Star Places
0: and like, like, we went down different paths of fandom. We like <laughs> We went did. down Star Wars, and you were like, this is the shit. And I was like, it's pretty good. And I went down I, Star Wars and Naruto. Then I went, <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah. And then, then you, you'll say that. Okay. It uh is. And then I went down the path of just like, Marvel movies? Sure. Yeah. Like, awesome. Uh, but they announced, they showed four trailers. One for Loki. One for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. One for WandaVision. And one for What If. And they basically were like, yeah, we're doing multiverse now. All four of them? First of all, the
1: multiverse announcement. After the theories because of, of Doc Ock mm-hmm. being cast as the same... Who's What's his name?
0: Uh, Alfred Molina.
1: Alfred Molina being cast as Doc Ock again. And Jamie Foxx being cast as Electro again. And everybody's like, there's going to be a multiverse. And usually they're like, no, there's not going to be for like a while. Yeah, they, they just came out the game was like, there's going to be a multiverse. We're doing the multiverse. Like they flat oh. out
0: were like, WandaVision's going to start it. And it's going to be further explored in Spider-Man 3 and Doctor Strange 2. Like, instead of saying anything else, they just said that. I'm extremely excited. It's so cool. And, uh, and then all
1: four of those that you just listed off, all of the trailers, because they released trailers for all four of them. And they look good. They look amazing. They look good. I'm like, I'm like I hope What If is good because it's a really cool concept. Yeah. But
0: all the other ones I'm like, sure, are going to yeah. be really fun. What If is the one that I'm most excited for in the way that it's, I don't know much about it. Yeah. All they've said is basically it asks these questions in parallel universes or whatever. Because this, it looks like it's taking place in the multiverse. 100%. But it asks these questions of like, what if Peggy Carter was given the super suit? Yeah, what if she was
1: Captain Britain or if England?
0: What if T'Challa was abducted and became a guardian of the galaxy? Like... It asks these questions about, like, flipping the narratives and stuff, and it's like, that looks really cool.
1: And it all looks really interesting, because the whole time, like, in between cuts, they were showing the Watcher, who just watches over the entire universe. Yeah. In the multiverse. Who has only like, been shown in a post-credit scene of, like, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. With Stanley. Yeah. And that's it. And just seeing that, I'm like, okay, yeah, then it's definitely the multiverse. Yeah. 100%. Because
0: they, they showed all those trailers, and they all look good. Uh, they confirmed Spider-Man 3 and Doctor Strange 2 are in the multiverse. And then they announced uh, that Tim Roth will return as the Abomination.
1: I really liked him as the Abomination, yeah. the All Incredible Hulk. So, so I'm really excited about he's that. He's coming
0: back for the She-Hulk series, which they announced like a year or two ago. But they also confirmed that Mark Ruffalo will be in it as the Hulk. Oh, so he is. So he be I in didn't him. know that. Yeah. That's cool. So the She-Hulk series, they're starting to bring in a cast, which is cool. Uh, they announced the cast for Shang-Chi. I'm sure we'll get a trailer soon. Shang-Chi? Yeah. What is that one? It's about... I don't know. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I, don't, I know. don't know. But I've been like just waiting for the trailer and stuff to be like, oh, it looks cool. But Shang-Chi is a fictional superhero. Yes. What does he do? Shang-Chi.
1: Wait, that sounds familiar.
0: now. Oh, he's a master about. of Kung Fu.
1: Everybody was...
0: Mm -mm, he can make create he can create countless duplicates of himself and joins the avengers
1: oh oh that sounds fun yes it sounds like a lot of choreography yeah
0: he's getting his own movie they announced the cast uh and then they announced a secret invasion series and a war machine series with samuel jackson returning for secret invasion and don Cheadle returning as war machine for that series which is cool uh not much else there
1: secret invasion is so exciting because I know that comic was super famous. I know that it's about, um, what are they called? I forget what they're called. But those shape-shifting, that shape-shifting race basically
0: inserting themselves all over the world. Mm-hmm. And just disguising themselves.
1: That's so cool and exciting. Kang the Conqueror was announced, right?
0: Yes, they announced Kang the Conqueror because he'll be appearing in Ant-Man 3. The new Thanos, essentially. Basically. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. yeah that's who they're gonna do next for sure because he's basically the next Thanos uh they announced Guardians of the Galaxy 3 they announced Captain Marvel 2 like some of the cast in it and they announced Fantastic Four and they cast Christian Bale in Thor 4 That's what I'm most excited about
1: because that whole cast in the next thor is really interesting. It's awesome. And Christian Bale is gonna be sick. It's the he's cast the God Killer, right? Yeah. I looked up the bio for that guy, like just that character, just the background. Yeah, how bad is it? Oh, it's so cool, because he was on a world, like he was born in an unnamed world. We don't know the world. That was like relying on the gods to help them and over time, like as he like grew up and was married and everything like things kept getting taken from him their crops kept dying And then eventually his wife and sons were taken from him and at some point he was like the gods don't give a shit about us i'm going to kill anybody that says they're a god or all if there are gods i'm going to kill them and successfully apparently does it and earns the name uh the god killer or the god slayer
0: that's awesome
1: yeah it's oh and christian bale doing that that's so cool
0: basically batman going after the gods Yes, you either live a DC villain... You either die a DC villain or live... Fuck. You either die a DC hero. You die a DC hero or live long enough to see yourself become a Marvel Marvel villain. Yeah. A Marvel villain. Yeah. But that's all they announced. That's it. it. Oh, cool. Not that much. No. No. I have been so happy about all these announcements for the past, like, two days. I've been riding the wave. Everybody's so hyped. We need this right now. I'm so excited because... Uh, here's the thing, I feel like the people that aren't excited are lying to themselves. I hate when like some people have been like I'm talking to a bunch of my friends about it from Keen, and a lot of them have been like, "Well, I just think you know, Disney just owns everything, and yeah, they do. Get That's past, a monopoly. It's get, terrifying. Get, they're taking over everything. But, but whatever. Get past it. <laughs> get past it. Like just subscribe to Disney Plus. Let The Office go. Let but it go. Everybody, get, can we just? Just let the office like die. get off netflix log out okay resubscribe when stranger things 4 comes out but let everything go subscribe to disney plus because yeah disney owns everything and they figured out the formula and they're good at making their stuff yeah so yeah i'm not lying to myself i'm excited about like 99 of that are they and amazon gonna take over the whole world at one point probably
1: but you know what if the whole world is disney world I'm fine with Happiest
0: place on earth. Yeah, exactly. If the earth becomes the, mandatorily, the happiest place on earth. Mandatorily happiest place on earth. Like, <laughs> you telling me the people that run the happiest place on earth want to tax me? Sure. Okay. I'll, if, if the whole world becomes the happiest place on earth, I'm in. If those churros are on every street block. Dude. Like they are at Disney Give blocks. me a street cart. <laughs> I want to see a street cart of those churros in downtown Manchester. That'd be amazing. I would. You. I would be so happy. It'd be amazing. I love those shows. What a
1: dinky little, like, at, on, like, the big cities, like, LA and shit. Like, yeah. they're, like, really important show stands. And here there's, like, one in Manchester because we're in friggin' New Hampshire. Oh.
0: <laughs> I'd be so happy. But, yeah, they announced all that. And they did it all on the night that Kid Cudi and Taylor Swift dropped albums. Oh, my God. So I was really happy.
1: Here's the thing. I listened to Taylor Swift's, which is basically just, like, a continuation of Folklore. Yeah, it's a sister album. Yes. And it was good. It, it was, was great. Good. I really, was really enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. I haven't listened to either of them enough because I listened to part of Kid Cudi. I listened to six songs on Kid Cudi with a gigantic headache. And it was so bad that I was like, I cannot not unbiasedly listen to this and not hate it because I have such a headache right Cause now. Because
0: his hums are not a headache. Here.
1: No, none at all. And the bass and the autotune, I was like, I can't listen to this right now. I haven't had a headache this bad in two years. So I stopped listening to it. And I feel bad because you really like
0: it. I think it's so good i'm biased with the taylor swift album love taylor swift i think it was good nothing she's put out is bad in my opinion love it all
1: yeah like none of the songs were like oh man this one's were like really bad so they're all
0: good i think that album's great uh but the kid Cuddy one came out and i was so hype because we've been waiting a long time well not even that i didn't i don't like i like his first two albums his third one's okay fourth and fifth of Trash and then his album before Kids See Ghost was like cool that was good yeah and then Kids See Ghost was great so because of Kids See Ghost I was like this is gonna be awesome and then the fact that he was like oh and it's Man on the Moon 3 I was like well those first two albums are amazing like I love Man on the Moon 2 Man on the Moon is great so like for him to be like it's part of that just by association alone I was like it's gonna be good yeah and then I listened to it remembered that like I didn't like his past three solo albums and got so scared because so I was like... Did he change his sound again? Like, what happened? No, nah, he's just he's just good. Like, <laughs> I think something happened. Either I'm biased now and I'm acknowledging that I love Kid Cudi. Or he, like, I think he just did really well. He wrote the songs really well. They're all good. I. It seemed
1: like from what I heard in the first six songs, he's taking, like... The good part of his old style, and yeah, and in integrating it into the, like the present style, yeah, of a lot of artists nowadays, yeah. Because trap went through a phase where like there were a lot of bad artists, but there are also a lot of good artists. Yeah, Juice World, Juice World, Juice World,
0: I love Juice World,
1: and uh, Pop Smoke, Pop Smoke, who Jake loves I dearly. Love,
0: I love Pop Smoke and Juice World on a on a very real level. They're awesome,
1: <laughs> and so I feel like he's integrating his old stuff like uh uh sound it sounded like one song i forget which one but soundtrack to my life and a new new song coming together and i was like that sounds good yeah i like this i think
0: he did you're right i think he tapped somewhat into his old sound but also maintained a newer sound which is impressive it's really impressive that he Um, didn't lose
1: integrity one of the songs
0: has pop smoke on it and when i was at work playing it and i heard pop smoke i was like yo and I like looked at my phone. And I was like, "He yeah, got pop on a song. This is amazing!" And then I blacked out. And I, <laughs> like, I honestly, I don't remember the rest of the day. Like it was. Great. I made
1: some wraps and sandwiches. I'm, yeah, oh. I
0: worked. I made some sandwiches, but like I didn't hear any complaints. But I don't remember anything. It was awesome. Love pop.
1: What bro. a perfect day.
0: Great album, though. I do, <laughs> I do genuinely think it's a great album. I've been listening to it all day today uh i listened to it last night i listened to it this morning i woke up this morning put it back on like really oh is
1: is man of the moon 3 becoming your like currents to me is man of the moon 3 to you right now no
0: no no it's not no because man of the moon 2 is that i love man of the moon 2
1: so you just put it on every day any day yeah
0: You just love it yeah yeah i've never put that out i've never put man of the moon 2 on and skipped a song yeah I think it's great. So Man but, of the Moon 2 to you
1: is yeah, it's
0: yeah. yeah, it's one of those albums that I'll be like, oh, fuck yeah. But Man of the Moon 3 right now is really good. Like, I I haven't gotten sick of it, and it's all I've been listening to.
1: I will. Here's the thing. I am going to listen to that before the next podcast, come in and be like, here's my opinion. I won't get too into it because we're talking about it a lot right now. I'll just be like, agree, disagree, high five. All in all, I'm sure Ked Cuddy's fucking sick. Yeah, he's
0: awesome. Kid Cuddy is a person I love. I think yeah. he's great.
1: And then, besides Cudi, uh, the mention I just want to do is, on the video game side of things, Cyberpunk just came out. If you're listening to this, and you haven't gotten Cyberpunk, and you don't have a next-gen system, don't get, don't get Cyberpunk. Don't do it. There's, There's so many bugs on the old systems.
0: The chances of you, be able, you being able to have a smooth game experience and just like yeah just in general enjoy it is slow. so slow.
1: If you I would just what I'm going to do is just wait for PS5 and then get
0: and then yeah. get Cyberpunk. Cuz I'm excited for it cuz nothing I've heard about the game itself besides that it's buggy has made me go, "Oh, I wouldn't like that." No, it's it the, seems super exciting. All of it sounds like something I would enjoy. I'm excited to play it. Keanu
1: Reeves is in it.
0: That's all I need. That's
1: all I need. And it just seems like it was developed and It seemed like it was, uh, delayed specifically to be on the next gen system. So to play it on like the old gens seems kind of like a disservice to the game. I get if you, that's all you can afford. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Go like,
1: go for it. I bet it's still a really good game. It's all I can afford. (laughs) But if you can, I'm, I'm going to get it on the next gen system when I get one, because I think that's the best way to play it. Otherwise it seems like it's getting like good reviews other than the bugs.
0: Yeah, the only complaints I've seen are that it's glitchy. Yeah, like animation-wise, glitchy. That's Which it. is to be expected.
1: It's a, I mean, it's a new game on a next-gen console with old-gen consoles running. But it. also,
0: just it sounds shitty. But most new games that are RPGs, even from like big-name studios, are glitchy. Are glitchy as soon as they come out. Like they're patched. Like, do you remember Assassin's Creed Origins when that came the one that takes place in the Yeah, Egypt? that it was when almost. When that came out. Well, it almost tanked because the bugs were so yeah, bad. Yeah, like people were experiencing, they'd be like climbing up a friggin' pyramid and all of a sudden a boat would come flying out of the <laughs> desert in the background. And it's like, huh. And then it was glitchy. And then Odyssey came out and it was the same thing. It would just be like from the sky, something would fall through the game and it's like huh that's ubisoft and they, they patched that
1: eventually they just took way too long patching all of it which lost some of
0: its fan base and, i love those games though and the, i will uh, say yeah no
1: the french revolution one i forget it's terrible one, was so, so bad. bad
0: i think it was rogue
1: that's one where a big rpg game had so many bugs and it didn't get patched fast enough and it lost all of its fan base i'm i have hope for t- cyberpunk 2077 because they made the witcher 3 oh i'm sure they'll the fix witcher 3 it. is awesome
0: i'm sure they'll fix it and it'll be awesome so you can customize your genitals. Yo, I can get penis too. The sequel. No, you can. Yeah. <laughs> like the character customization is so in depth, and my buddy has it. My buddy Matt has it, and he told me he was setting, he was doing that, and it got to that point where you can customize your genitalia. Yeah. And he was playing it in his living room with his mom.
1: That's perfect. That's like that moment where your parents like you're you're playing a video game for a while and it's pretty fine and wh- maybe even wholesome, but it's that one scene that's like gritty. Or like sexual and your parents come
0: in and you're like, I promise that it's not just this. But so please stop. (laughs) He he tried to be like, no, it has to do with the game. (laughs) You know, like I have to do this for the game. Yeah. And she was like, what the hell are you playing? Penis Two, the sequel. Well, he goes, he said, I had one weird glitch where tutorial matches stayed up until he reloaded the game. That's weird. Yeah, that sucks. But then he was explaining how he played with his mom, and it came on how you can customize the genitalia, and his mom was there, and she didn't leave, and he made it so big, that his character moves slower. Wait, they programmed that in. That's yeah. awesome. He made his characters, in his words, schlong, so big. His schmeet. His, at this point, it sounds like a hose.
1: <laughs> like. He got Randy's balls from South Park when he Literally.
0: gets radiation, and it on made his character slower in the game. <laughs> so like he could have been a fast moving robot killer. Nah, he's got legitimate sandbags between
1: his legs. Yeah,
0: yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> like I just love that. So I'm sure it'll be good because people that put that much attention to stuff, like how can it be bad?
1: Yeah. So what are you thinking of doing with Terrence Malick? I know that you want to do a binge
0: series or a, a binge night that we're planning on doing soon. That was a really great segue from Cyberpunk to Terrence Malick. Yeah, <laughs> Cyberpunk to Terrence Just, So we're excited about Cyberpunk. So I know you. I know you. I know, I know you. I know you Terrence Malick. Uh, wow. Why did you turn into to Coach Steve? Don't sue me. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I love Terrence Malick. For people that don't know, Terrence Malick is a director of movies. And he wow. makes movies that I think are fucking amazing visual poetry I have no movie of his that I don't like I think all of his movies are amazing I understand the movies that people don't think are amazing why they think that I won't defend them when people get mad about it Yeah, but I think all of his movies are great he was a director his career started in the 70s and he took a bit of a break bounced back up now he's been making movies pretty regularly Uh, I wrote a paper on him fresh, not freshman year I wrote a paper on him for a final senior year of college. And yeah. I know a lot about him. And I learned about you. You don't know anything about him. Nope.
1: You have nothing. And you haven't seen I saw one of his movies with you. Which one? Was not the one with like high class shit and it's with uh Daniel Day Lewis.
0: No. That was a, that was Paul Thomas. That was Phantom Thread. That wasn't Phantom Thread. It was the one with the, uh, oh my Oh no, that's Age of Innocence. Age of Innocence. That's
1: a Martin Scorsese movie. Oh, never mind. Oh yeah, that was on the Scorsese list. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I've seen none of
0: them. I've seen none of the Terrence Malick movies. I've seen all of them and I own all of them. So after learning this from when we moved in, months ago, I have been planning out over a two day period, a Terrence Malick binge. Which is going to start on Monday and then on Tuesday. (laughs) And the only things that need to happen during it are, for his first three movies, you gotta pay attention. I will. I almost
1: never pull out my phone. But then,
0: after the third movie, the rules change. They're so much better after his third movie if you're just high. It's great. That's the other part of his movies that I love. Because I'll tell people, his movies, you might not like them. I can't sell them in a way that you might like. if you're high, you'll find something.
1: See, I thought for a long time that watching movies high would take me out of the movies, but then... It could make
0: it so much better.
1: But then I watched Your Name With You, Dead
0: Faced, the whole time. The whole time. I (laughs) loved that movie, too. But everybody else got really high, and I was just looking around the room, and I was like, nobody likes this movie. And it's a weird movie, so I was like, no one's liking this, oh my god. And then the movie ended, and everybody was like, that movie was so good yeah, I you was like oh me. my god I was like at- thank <laughs> god you guys let." I felt like Sally Field when she won an Oscar and was like you like me you really like me I was like thank god yeah
1: you looked at me and you went are you enjoying this at one part of the movie and I was like yeah of course and then at the end of the movie you looked back at me and I had the same face but just like a tear rolling touch. yeah it was like
0: no <laughs> one no one's face reacted to any part of the movie and I was sitting sober in the corner of the couch like bawling like figuring like Emotionally reacted to every punch, like, oh oh my god, and everybody else in the room is just like, I was just no, I was just slackjawed for the whole movie, just like zeroed in, just like, hey, would you shut up? I was
1: like, this movie's so good, and I was just slackjawed the whole time. At the end of it, I'm like, I need to make tea and and think about this, but
0: yeah, so (laughs) good, uh, because his first three movies have like a structure and a strong narrative, and it the story plays out well.
1: Yeah, and we'll we'll talk about that on the yeah. on the next podcast, and we'll we'll watch all the movies and give a. I'll talk
0: about yeah my reaction to them. Uh, but the reason that for the after the first three, the reason I'm like get high, yeah. is he ventures into visual poetry territory, and some of them the story just flat out doesn't matter. So I'm very excited for next week oh, because like in my head, this if I had a film class, this is my film class. Like this, I'm so hyped. We're,
1: you're definitely gonna have a film essay on Terrence Malick for sure. We should do, well, you should do like some individual Terrence Malick movies, but then do an overall yeah. Terrence Malick yeah.
0: movie. Yeah. I've already got yeah. stuff written for this. <laughs> like, like, I have one on four of his movies, I think, and then one on him as a whole.
1: So, we have covered all the Disney stuff, talked about Cyberpunk, Kid Taylor Cuddy. Swift, Kid Cuddy, and next Those week. Those albums are so good, too. Next week, we're going to talk about Terrence Malick. If you've listened this far, Thanks. Thanks. Holy crap. It's our first podcast. Probably we're going to look back on it in a while and I'll just be like that was garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh cuz the first one of anything sucks. So I really appreciate you guys listening along. I'm sure we both do.
0: Next uh, time we'll have an actual intro.
1: Yeah, next time we'll actually figure we'll work, out what we're, we're going
0: to start it better.
1: Thank you guys for listening and uh we'll see you next time for the terrence Malik talk.
0: I'm gonna, oh, I'm so hyped. <laughs>